0: the less of a reputation you have built in your community, the more you have to let people experience it and show it beforehand. Right now, you guys may not be doing much of anything for free anymore. The reputations have been built; people know who Power strength is, right? And you're, what did call it? Mitten, your what Connor called the mitten—your little business is the mitten. But starting off, man, you got to do anything to break inertia for people and show them that you can be a fucking decent provider of the solution that you're providing for whatever your target market. Is. What has happened, beautiful people? We have a very commonly requested sort of conversation. That is that we were bringing to you guys today. How did we get our first client? So you're starting up your business. You've got no money, no clients, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to talk to the collective sort of genius. I'm not going to throw myself into the collective genius, but these two gentlemen, as you may have heard on the first episode, collective over $20 million in personal training sales, no guru numbers included in there. They've grown their businesses to multiple locations and very successful and a long way from getting their first clients. But guys I hear all the time, I've talked to a gym owner, talked to a personal trainer and they say, oh man, I was told I needed to talk to you. And they've got two or three clients. You know, They have not gotten their business at all off the ground. They are in that sort of self-employed, sort of stage, trying to get that first critical mass of clients so they can afford to do paid marketing things of that nature. I think we were talking beforehand at this point, right? Most of our clientele is going to come from you know referrals and obviously paid ads, right? #Hashtag Gym Member Machine #Hashtag If you need a marketing agency to do really fancy fun stuff for you, you should probably contact our asses. But let's go before that. We've got no budget. You're starting off the business. Where did you get your first? clients from? That's going to be the first question. And the second one, in case it's different, is going to be where was your biggest non-paid influx of clients? So I had a huge sort of takeoff hockey stick growth when we figured out Facebook ads. That's cheating. We can't use ads. (laughs) Let's talk non-ads methods of getting our first customers. Mark, you're always Mr. Day One Guy. We'll let you go first on this one and maybe hit Connor. As the first one on the next episode, but where did you get your first clients from?
1: Yeah, I started off as a high school football coach, and after I when I started that, and when I was still in college. So then, when I graduated school, I was like, "Hey, can I take over the strength, the weight room, basically the strength program?" And the coaches were like, "Yeah, absolutely." Which again, I thought they would just really like the way I did things, and the more year-round high school weight rooms, you'll see that really nobody wanted to do it. So. I took that vote of confidence though, just the same and made it my own. So the first year I kind of got my feet wet. And then the last, then the next two years, I really developed my cult-like following as you will delivered great results. And then the whole time it's okay. I'm going to start planning this gym and open that up. So I did, I did the volunteer free route for literally years to be able to get that traction and kind of test the system programs, all that, really just build trust. And then I built such a great rapport where once I opened the gym, The head coach was just like, you don't have to come to the high school weight room if you're going to go train with Mark, which anyone who knows anything about training athletes, like that's the golden ticket. And so day one, I had, you know, 20 plus kids that I've been working with over the years just come and start that foundation, that culture, so to speak. And piggybacking off of that, of how I got more free organic was if you have, I'm going to quote Connors. I'm going to give him credit, right? One plus one equals three. So one plus one equals three. So I basically took those clients and just pushed the referral organic referrals and just by asking, and it, it sounds, I don't want to downplay it make it sounds just simple. Oh, just ask if you're providing a great experience and a great results and they're noticeable and people really love what you do, then yes, just ask them. And then they'll gladly and happily return the favor. Don't get frustrated if you ask and then nobody sends anybody, you have to provide that first. So I think having that patience and that is really key and I'm gonna give you another little answer too, another little trick. This just doesn't apply anymore, I don't think, because Facebook changed back in this is in 2011. So you could tag as many people as you wanted on mm. Facebook. So if you look really close in all of our early pictures, I got as many people in group pictures after workouts as possible, and I tagged them all. So then more and more people were aware. So it's a kind of a gym awareness brand building again, there's ways to do that now, but that was my trick, so to speak, just to create awareness. And then obviously just push the referrals really hard.
2: And to jump in with this is the one plus one equals three. I was actually talking to a gym owner. I think it was last week. And if you're training and this is specifically for athletes, if you're training athletes, there's basically three ways to go about that, right? You could talk to the athlete themselves to be like, Hey, do you have any teammates that you, you know, obviously you're getting them really great results. Hey, Johnny, you've been crushing it. Do you have any teammates or buddies that want to come in and train with you? Give them a specific date. Hey, bring them in next Friday. So that's one route. You can also go the parent route, go into a game. I'm sure, Mark, you went to a ton of games and it's just, hey, you know, little Johnny's doing great. Are any other parents interested in getting their sons and daughters trained? You know, we're having, you know, such and such date open for teammates and whatever. And then you can also go the coach route, right? As a third part to that. And whether they're training or playing travel or club or whatever you can see if you get your foot in the door with that specific coach it's probably not very common the way that mark described getting a high school coach to say hey if you're training at marks you don't have to come in that's like completely not very common but you know maybe if there's some way to get the foot in the door with a coach and that's like that third prong to attacking it from three different ways
1: that's really good i do not recommend saying hey you have to go volunteer two to three years of your life before. (laughs) I don't recommend that. That was my story for sure. Here's how I did. What I do recommend though, was to dominate one market, one, like one market, target market first, right? Like I wasn't spreading myself thin. I knew we could provide, I had parents and adults asking to train. No, we just trained athletes at the time. And so that was in hindsight, pretty smart. I would, not necessarily if you're building a business and need to grow, then by all means, you want to get as many clients as possible. However, Don't spread yourself too thin with the offerings. Let's really focus in on who we are first and get that messaging down, get that service down, that experience down, be the best at that before we start to expand. That is something I'll hang my hat on quite a bit because we were able to do that. And so when it was time to do some of those other tactics, the foundation was there and we were ready to expand that offering. But incredibly great points. I really like the, again, what Connor said, just ask, then give them a little more specific direction, funnel them through that one avenue and give them something to look forward to at the end of the day, again, I was volunteering. I was, I still offer a free, I offered a free trial. We have to give away and show in the power of free All like really works too. So
0: those are good points though. Yeah. Particularly when you're starting off, right? Like when you don't have the less of a reputation you have built in your community, the more you have to let people experience it and show it beforehand. Right now, you guys may not be doing much of anything, for free anymore. The reputations have been built. People know who power strength is right. And you're what did Connor call it? The mitten, your little business in the mitten, (laughs) but starting off, man, you got to do anything to break inertia for people and show them that you can be a fucking decent, you know, provider of the solution that you're providing for whatever your target market is. And I also like, it's, it should not be overlooked. The fact you said, ask for the referral. Because I think so many people feel like it's weird to ask, particularly early. You know, when you're just starting off and and you got that first five or ten clients. Have you asked for? I talked to a guy. He's training people out of his basement, and he's got three, four clients right now, and no money. So he was trying to do a corporate job and got laid off. So there's no budget to go off and play and do anything else on that front. You can't say, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to take some of the money for the from the corporate job, run some ads, and we're going to be good. We'll pull critical mass on that way." And he's thinking, "Oh, I, I never thought about asking." For the referral, do not gloss over that point. If you're in that self-important survival stage, even though that feels like something very basic, I think it's the more people I talk to you, the more kind of it seems people need to be reminded of the basics, right? So don't be afraid to ask. And I think that's a, an absolutely huge point among the other stuff you've already said. You just reminded um, me of something
1: too. Was I built that because I didn't really like to ask, I wanted to build it in, you know, because I was also like, Oh, if I'm good, they'll just tell us. And it's like I was told by a mentor early on, it's no. Just make it built into your system. So we had actually had a page when they signed up, and their paperwork was literally just what other athletes yep. do you know? And yep. how hard did I push that? Not really, but at least they saw it, or it's just that was there. We took that out. We don't have that going on today, but now I'm starting to think on hey, it's why not? Why Dude, not? Every
0: opportunity. Yeah. Every opportunity I would put on sign up sheets, and you don't get you know, someone signed up, they didn't put in a referral. No, like it might happen to one in 20, one in 25 clients that put something on their little onboarding form. They have someone they want to refer, but that's one in 20 clients. You know, it's the same thing. I make the argument that everyone should have a referral page, uh, a simple like landing page opt-in, or even just a text message. And those flyers that say, whatever the referral special may be, right. I like Mutually beneficial things like one-win kind of arrangements for folks. Give a hundred, get a hundred is probably the most common one that we recommend to clients. But hey, you send somebody in, they end up signing up, they're gonna get a hundred dollars off their original program, their initial program, and you're gonna get a hundred dollars off your next month, right? Really simple. And then we so we have that program, then we don't promote it around the gym. Like, nah, man, I want those flyers everywhere. I make the joke that I want a flyer on the urinal and say hey shouldn't your buddy be pissing wouldn't this be more fun if your friend was next to you right now like here's a qr code for the referral page anything any behaviors that we want to see from our clientele i want those people to be reminded of those things as much as humanly possible so i want a fire that reminds people of our referral program by the door on the exit i want a reminder and if we do internal emails to our members a reminder that says, "Hey, know somebody that's half as cool as you are? Introduce them to Power Strength. They end up signing up. You get a hundred dollars off for your next month, and they get a hundred dollars off their original program. That's another excuse. Oh yeah, I do need to remind somebody, or I do, I, need, I do need to bring my friend in, you know, with this stuff. And those little reminders are gold. Plus, asking for the referral when they, oh my gosh, I can't believe how good Johnny's doing. Oh man, thanks so much, Mister, Mrs. Johnson, whatever the fuck. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure." You know, any other parents who could use kind of what Johnny's doing? Like we got a little program going on. We'd love to work with other kids that are got the same attitude that that Johnny does. Johnny Johnson, great name. It's just simple, easy, good stuff. Connor, what you got? Where'd you get your first clients from?
2: Uh, I was also pretty much 100% athlete. So it was very similar to Mark. I went in almost exactly how he talked about. I went in to my old high school and started running their weight program. Very similar to what he talked about was like, I went in and just tried to volunteer as much as I possibly can. I called every coach and parent that was a mover and shaker that I knew and was like, Hey, I'm, you know, offering free speed clinics. I'll go and do warmups. I'll show your team a demo warm up that would help with their speed and agility and yada, and tried to get it in front of as many people as I possibly could. So very similar to him, but I will, now that I am doing a, different market in terms of adults i'll act as if i don't train any athletes except for i will add a little plus to what mark was talking about that we started very early on as we started building our adult program was our athlete program seemed to gain a lot of momentum and traction pretty early on and we've we didn't do any paid marketing or any paid advertisements at all So something that happened a little bit more natural with the athletes that wasn't happening with our adult program, we didn't see the rapid growth, the one plus one equals three, what Mark talked about, was I started texting every single parent that when their son or daughter joined, and I just came up with something that was like, Hey, we actually just finished a two-week free trial promo for all of our athletes' parents. You just missed it. If you have any interest in our adult program, I can extend the offer for you. Just let me know. And I used to manually do that every single time. Now yeah, now you can, it's a tag that we put on when an athlete joins in high-level gym member machines, you set that up for us. And now it just, they get the tag and it automatically kicks out to the parents. It's just like, Hey, just set Johnny up in the system. I actually just, you know, we just ended up a promo for a two week free trial for our adult program. would love to extend it to you. Let me know if you're interested. And, you know, like you said, the referral stuff, it doesn't hit every single time, but it probably hits one every 10 parents. And that's someone that we wouldn't be getting otherwise, but to go into the adult stuff if i were to take that same power free concept and we're going into a brand new market where really no one knows us is i would probably try but I mean, not probably we do this i would go knock on all the other businesses around us and try to introduce myself and try, try to create some joint ventures and say hey we're the new gym right down the street here's you know here's a little bit about what we do yada 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 and then say hey we're putting together a free giveaway would you guys be interested in donating a gift certificate for your service? So again, it's going to help them out because, you know, someone's going to come there and if they give a $25 gift card, no one's going to a restaurant and only spending $25, right? So they're going to pay a little bit more and support that business. But I would essentially try to create like a basket, a sweepstakes basket, a giveaway with all the local businesses around us. And then, you know, put something in us, for our business and maybe like an eight week giveaway for free personal training. And then I would start to market that and just try to do it organically and put it all over Facebook, put it all over anywhere I possibly could and start to build a list of people in that area for that giveaway. And then I would just start attacking that list. You know, maybe one person gets that giveaway and they get the basket of all the gift cards and the free personal training. But then I have that, all the lists, phone numbers and emails, and I'll start contacting them and say, hey, you didn't win, but we would love to offer you this instead. Hey, we, you know, you didn't win, but we would love to offer you two free weeks. We would love to offer you a free trial session. We would love to offer you a free consultation and just try to go that route of just trying to gain as many contact information as I possibly can by giving away something for free and then start consistently attacking that list.
1: I fucking love that Wait, that is well, actually well what i pull out of that is that you just lied to your parents is all i'm saying
2: hmm. not my parents specifically
1: other people's parents <laughs> hey just and <laughs> well, just missed know. it so shucks no i like that one i actually hopefully- that one from you a while back hopefully not didn't in mind i wrote down my note though i gotta go make sure we're i, <laughs> I hope
2: happening. i pray to god none of those parents are listening to this just oh, it
1: doesn't it's matter it's your character that's not really important <laughs> <And> brand <laughs> awareness i'm just and local I'm, business i'm just kidding that was a complete made-up story i hope you guys enjoyed it
0: yeah. Hypothetically, I, I, Hypothetically I, you know, I could see how that makes sense. You know? Yeah. The reality is your best source of referrals is going to be, you know, the people that are just signing up with you and getting rolling that already know, like, and trust you. And yeah. so anyone that has like these hybrid populations or these multiple populations is probably a better way to put it. Right. If you've got, if you've got an, an athlete performance, more one, if you have an, an athletic training business, you probably need to be training adults. Like most likely, I think most businesses that are in the sport performance, whatever you want to call it, strength, conditioning, type realm probably should also be training adults just a missed opportunity not to. But if you've got that type of situation, every adult client that you sign up should be a source of athlete leads. If they've got kids in the house, they should, Hey, by the way, you got any athletes in the house? That's what we do. Here's a seven day VIP speed pass, right? To try out our stuff or a free three sessions or a free session or whatever it is, right? That's a way to get additional folks in the door. If you just train adults, Hey, hubby, want to come in? Wife, you want to come in? Here's a free trial, two weeks, whatever, for anybody else in the household. Here's a bring a buddy pass for friends or family members or whatever, right? You can give that to every client who signs up and hopefully that one plus one equals three, you know, when you get a good percentage of those folks to end up, you know, showing up and referring. My initial clients actually came from, this was like, I had actually forgotten about this before Connor you started talking about it. My first athlete clients, we did a direct mail giveaway. So we did a six-month, I think it was six months, a six-month like sport performance training scholarship because I did not, technically my first clients were when I was in Texas, I did the same thing these guys did. So I, you know, big fish in a small pond, had a relationship with a local high school coach. I was training people out of the high school facility and then basically started training people out of my garage when they shut that down. And so that was my first set of clients in back in Texas, right where I grew up. Moved to Minnesota and I didn't have any relationships, knew literally nobody but but wifey. And so my first move, number one was networking groups. So I don't know how I got connected with this guy, but he had a smaller networking group, similar to BNI, but it was a smaller group. And I got a couple of connections in there. That's a nice way. If you're, it's a good way to sharpen the sword, to get better at presenting yourself, get better at doing your elevator pitch and getting a little bit of awareness out and the circle jerk kind of environment can be useful to help you get a couple of clients, particularly if it's not a super expensive network to be a part of. I think it can also be an absolute waste of time if you suck at presenting yourself. So not that, I guess I don't have to pick on the modality, but I went to a chamber of commerce event and there were like four of us at the table. One of the other guys, four or five, one of the other guys was a gym owner and I was me. I knew our target market very well. I can speak well about the target market, the service we provide, etc. I made it not boring, made it sound fun. Yeah, give my little pitch, and then the, like the poor guy. We just wiped the floor with him. He's, you know, we do, we forge elite fit, you know, CrossFit such and such. It was just like as dynamic as a box of rocks. I think the rocks actually have more variety and personality than this guy. And so I left that event with two new clients immediately. The one client immediately brought a friend. Right. And then all of a sudden like, our referral train was off to the races because that person happened to be a really great kind of connector in the community, knew a bunch of parents, whatever. And so like networking groups, I think can be really good. If you're good at presenting yourself, I recommend practicing all those things, whatever that, that can be a good source of initial clients. If you don't know anybody. And then for the athlete side, yeah, we just direct mail like 6 month scholarship. I would not recommend going the direct mail route again by any means, but it did it, it got us our first influx of athletes and that got us connected with some parents. And the that I, the thing that I think can get overlooked with rookies a lot of times. And if you sign up an athlete, like Connor said, you've got a potential connection with that athlete, right? Where they might be able to bring in, you know, the, their friends, their teammates to come in and train with them. That athlete is obviously connected to a parent. The parent could be a, a client. That parent knows other parents. you also got the coaches. So most of the time, I think when you try to get connected with these different organizations and different coaches, they're like, "I oh, just leave me alone. Is the kid training? Cool, whatever. And you're not going to get anything out of it. But every once in a while, you're going to hit somebody that, hey, I saw what you were doing with Johnny and it's just amazing. Yeah. Connect me with other folks. And then you say, hey, coach, are there any other coaches, any other teams, you know, that might be able to use the same thing that we're doing for you guys? There's three layers minimum of additional clients that you can grab from really t- trying to leverage those relationships and connections. If you remember, I
1: believe you both were in attendance, you know, when I presented on this in my lifetime value presentation at one of the uh-huh. GM retreats. And then and then if you have, unless you treatment. were sleeping in sawn logs you forgot that you can also tap into siblings, which is enormous. So we get one athlete, yeah. you only siblings. And I was telling our guys, like, do the math. Like if that kid is, you know, comes to us and they're 14 and they have three, two or three younger siblings, we're yep. really going to invest potentially the next 12 to 15 years. I had, I had a 12 year relationship with one of our families right now. They just ended, but now both parents are members too, five kids all the way through. And it's like that. That's why it's like, that should shape how you do business and do your service with that too, because you can ma- you maintain that and do a great job. That's the stability that it can be created in an unstable business an unstable business model for sure. Also too, here's another little tip as we do a lot of team stuff as well. You basically maximize the network, like you were saying. And I found some coaches a little apprehensive about, Oh, they feel like they got like a cheat code, like secret sauce working with us. But then it's like, and these travel teams, especially then it's like, Hey, what do you guys do for your younger teams? or your feeder mm-hmm. program teams. And so yeah. staying organization wise. So there's lots of tips and tricks on that one. I have, if you guys want to go off scripts for one little thing, I, have an, I just had an idea pop up to try to help people. If you're afraid to ask, say you do a great job, you know, you do a great job, but still afraid to ask, how could I mix, how could somebody mix this into their actual system and kind of change the environment of the conversation, so to speak. Say you were training adults, right? Just for the sake of the conversation. And maybe They've been there three weeks. Maybe they're on a trial. Maybe they finished their first month. It could be anything. Whatever you want them to achieve. The word I like is unlock. Hey, you achieve this. So you unlock this rewards you with a free whatever pass to give to somebody. If you basically try to redeem this within a certain time frame, how would you do that? How would you coach somebody like that through? That's a much easier conversation to have rather than saying, Hey, you've been like, you've been liking it. You've been getting results. Who do you know? Send it to me, blah, blah, blah. It's more just, Hey, by the way. Did you realize you unlocked this free pass to give to somebody in the next few days, in the next, whatever week or two, do you have anything that comes to mind that would want this and like a use it or lose it type of thing where it's more time sensitive because you guys know I love urgency and having a deadline scarcity a little bit too, but also it's a way to psychologically provide a win to that person. They unlocked it. That's a reward or hey, you get this because you unlock this, but you also get this in a way to produce. This is, we're going deep on this. We're going, this is how I like to think about things now but going deep on building that into our process too.
2: How would you guys maximize that? What would the offer be? Is, how, would you how I love you, that. How you run with that? I love that. The thing about it is, if, especially if people are just starting out in terms of they just opened their gym, they could literally take that tactic and run with it right now. Because just like GR said, you have to rehearse it. You have to practice what you're going to say, but you can go up to any client and act as if, act as if that has always been the way that you've done it like you can go up mm. to someone tomorrow and just be like oh this is just the way that we've always done it you just I saw unlocked- that you hit your
0: 25th session yeah you like, just unlock just- yeah and they it. would have right. no idea a twice
2: a week membership you were here for hit your fourth session you're two for yeah. two
1: every week you're basically four yeah. for four you unlock this nice job 100 completion like you can range it however you want but unlocked promo there you go tm
2: Yeah, we've done it. We've done it a couple different ways. We've done some sort of body pass that you get one a month and it automatically shoots out the first of the month to reloads it that they can bring anyone in that month. I forget what we did either a week or the month. Again, if you have capacity if you have a lot of capacity, give it, give longer trials. You know what I mean? I think there you could test what works for your market the best. We've also done it to where we do a specific week and it's like member appreciation week. It just, again, it gives them uh, something to shoot for in terms of, Hey, this, if you're thinking about it, this would be the time to do it. And it just creates a little bit more urgency. It also shows that, Hey, referrals are a big thing in our business. You know, it it puts it in their mind that our clients bring their friends and family, and you want that in their mind just so that they can act the way that you you want them to act. It's called orchestrating behavior. Or there you go, big psychology, Mister. Mm. Orchestrating behavior. Use it in a sentence, please. Yeah. Spell it. Yeah. I think I, if if you're asking how you would how you would spin that, I think there the way that you're doing it is the most important and what you're actually offering is the least important. So you can test the front end offer or what their friend gets or referral gets, try different things. But the most important thing is the way that you're saying it and that you're actually saying it. So a lot Mm -hmm. of people just get frustrated that, hey, I can't get referrals and I can't get referrals. And it's more so that they're not being consistent and they're not asking for it. And people don't know that they want Mm -hmm. you know. You just assume. Also,
1: obviously, we're talking about getting new clients and referrals, but top of mind too, you could also just use one in terms of testing it. Say you're not, say you're a little more established. You just want people to show up a little more often, so we want them to pump up their membership and upgrade, right? Hey, you unlock, you had this much this attendance, you unlock this upgrade, right, for the next month or next two weeks whatever that is. That's really big, and you know, along those same lines, I think we just had at one of our facilities. It was they made a goal and they just had. We coached up one of our new member success coordinator we just hired, asked a bunch of people, and I think she got 19 upgrades in one month out of one facility wow. just to come more often, basically, yeah, which yeah. to me is great, obviously. Oh, nice bump. You know, it'll create some other capacity things. We'll figure it out later. How to me, it was a plus to our team. We had some staff turnover there. And that means now we've, the dust settled and people are liking our new people. They want to come more often. So there was a way of a deep check to see how service was going too. you know, yeah. which of course is you got, again, I like levels. to so that kind of stuff behind the tactic to find out the real meaning. If they, maybe some of them, just wanted to come more because they want to get in better shape and their goals, but majority of people wouldn't agree to that or stay on it. I think there's a high percentage of people staying on it to, if they didn't enjoy your service, you know, or
0: didn't sure. enjoy being under your roof. So I thought that was really good. So yeah, if you suck at what you do, if you if your food sucks, they're not gonna. Oh great, thanks for the upgrade. I don't want more of the food. Yeah, I think that's not gonna be.
1: Yeah, I'm full. Happens. I'm good. I'm full.
0: Yeah, no thanks. No this is all I need.
1: From no dessert for me has never been said. On You've the, the people on this call. <laughs> You've never said that. I've never said that. Why is my the dessert is menu not me. already in my hands? Why my, bo-
2: my body's a temple. I <laughs> have
1: I guys. By the way, next time we about to eat, you'll notice I have a new tactic and new habit. Like they bring like your drink menu first, right? Typically, then they give you another menu, and I ask the dessert menu ahead of time because that will dictate mm-hmm. my purchasing and decisions. Data dictates will, decisions and so desserts. Give me all dinner, the data. That- give me dictates this decision. Dictates decisions and development. I added that, but in this, give me all the data
0: and let me decide appropriately. So the f- yeah. baddest thing I've ever. There you go. I need to make this note because this thought will leave my tiny little brain. How many times have you heard a gym owner, a client, whatever you say, yeah, you need to ask for referrals? And they, say, yeah, I did that. Like how many times? To, how yeah, many how times I, today? I asked all my clients. Your times today. Time, yeah, really? exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, this needs to be a consistent part of your business. There's a reason I said no wasted real estate. It, like I want reminders of your referral program up at the front of the gym. I want it in the flyer in the fucking bathroom. I want you to ask your clients for referrals. I want you to have an unlock version where maybe your normal thing that you give a, a referred individual, would be the referee, right? As opposed to the refer, Maybe the normal thing you give is a seven-day trial. Maybe when they hit a certain milestone, they unlock a 21-day free trial that can only be redeemed this month or in the next two weeks or whatever it is, right? Mark said, if you can create that, additional urgency, create reasons to reach out to folks, things of that nature, that can be a very powerful thing. And it's not, oh, I asked my clients for referral and it didn't work. Maybe fucking ask again. Maybe keep being better. Maybe create another reminder in your email that goes out to everybody where it's like all of these things don't have to be It doesn't have to be, hey, Connor, how have you been enjoying your service? Do you know any other gym owners who will be interested in working with us at Gym Member Machine? And you you do that every fucking day, every week, every whatever. It's going to get pretty tiring to the person who's being asked. However, if you create different opportunities to have that conversation in different ways – now I think you're cooking with something, and then maybe three months go by, and Connor hits another milestone. We say, "Hey, dude, this is awesome! Like, fantastic! Who else needs something like this?" You know, I will. Add I think there's too. different yeah. ways to do it. Don't just do it fucking once.
1: One thing so. to add too, because again, there's lots of tactics, like we saw offers. There's skill set, of course, that needs to be honed in on this. The longer I do this, we just again, we hit 12 years this summer across multiple locations now, and with our team, I'm like to be a little more direct, like they know how to refer. They know how to make a good offer. No one's referring, then that's a problem with our service. And yeah. so if we're in this for the long game, which I think I, most gym owners probably are. We always want to know where to put our focus and our attention and you can't go wrong with enhancing the service. And I'm not talking about maybe necessarily going into another training certification, which if you're a, an inexperienced trainer, then by all means you need to improve that skill set because that is your service. But if you, especially if you have team members, what is the system? How repeatable is it? Because that the just getting referrals. Hey, our referrals are down. Then what's going on with our service? What's the root problem to this? So I can focus my attention on what's really the root problem. Say, hey, our sessions are great. Wow, man. Maybe our offer needs to be better. Maybe we need to coach people up a better skill set and how to ask, which we've done before. But I think it's an important, definitely an important number to track to see how many referrals are we getting, You know, maybe not this month because months are. Big sometimes, but hey, this quarter or once twice a quarter, you're looking in and seeing how many referrals we're getting. If it's not a consistent number, then hey, go to the service offering first. Go to, to see how the sessions are, what the experience is like first, and just use the referral total as a good indicator of how am I doing? How is our how's our business doing? How's my team doing with this stuff? And because you can go study the wrong thing, you can get really good at the offers and skill set, but people are flooding out your doors. And missing opportunities just because there's a in it, there's a there's a hole in your experience, so to speak. So I wanted to add that in as we're talking tactics and skill set. Like we frame it as a measuring stick, just as much as an opportunity for business growth. I like it, I like it.
0: All right, boys. We hit on first clients. We talked a little bit about the giveaway. I do want to make a note on this. You know, Connor mentioned doing the Jesus Christ. Can we stop with the? I don't know how to stop the dinging notifications on my computer i've got the output on my headphone and for some reason we've got dings coming so forgive me for that ladies and gents and aliens that are watching this professional um, yeah i know it totally is it totally is and I, I don't know how to i've got my audio output set as my airpod and that's where i hear you guys and then the dinging is just happening off the side super weird it's totally um, everything we just talked about this is everything all information now everything we just talked about guys the giveaway thing is huge And it works for athletes. It works for the adult market. If you are, I don't know who, Connor, is it your thing? The power of free. If you're just starting off, then TM. If you're just starting off, then give some shit away and get good and create some opportunities for people to win, in some cases, unreasonable things on the house. If you're starting this, if you're listening to this and you are, you, you can basically start things with like time, energy, and talent, money, and or you know, your network and connections. Right? Those are the maybe the three things that you can kick off a business and grab clients from when you're starting off. If you got no money, then you're not starting with paid ads. If you got no network, you're probably not starting with your network and you need to start building it. right? Your only investment, the fuel that you have to build your business is fire is time, energy, and talent. And you need to get out there and get people to experience your time, energy, and talent in order to create Clientele and opportunities. And a giveaway is a fantastic way to do that. If you're listening to this in the future, we'll have some sort of free training. We'll add a call to action later where we walk, we unpack the entire giveaway process that we've done in the past, including like scripts to connect with local business owners. Because it's a really, if you walk in the door, you knock on the door of whatever the 10 closest businesses to you say, Hey, I'm a local trainer and I would just trying to get clients and I would love to work with you and your employees. Probably not a very strong offer right? They probably hear that from every other solicitor that walks through the door and think, how am I getting rid-, get rid of this guy? But if you walk in and you say, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Chiropractor, salon owner, massage, whatever the hell you call it, a therapist, all those things. And you say, I'm running this big giveaway, putting all the money into it, doing the marketing, setting it all up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to be giving away you know, four, whatever, two, four, it doesn't matter three-month personal training packages on the house for free. We're promoting it all over social media to our email list. Even if you don't have an email list yet, like it's super substantial, you might have a list of two or three people. We'd love to include other local businesses that are doing great things in the area. You All you have to do is basically provide the prize. I would come to the business owner with ideas for prizes. Don't make them think. So, and the, there's a whole trick for this in the training. Basically, go look at Groupon, look at Living Social, see what offers businesses like theirs are running on Groupon and Living Social. So if a chiropractor is doing, oh, a discounted assessment or a discounted exam, a salon owner is doing $50 off a free haircut, whatever it is, approach that local business owner. Hey, like you could be, you can give a gift card. I've seen other chiros do a discounted exam, but basically whatever you want to provide, all you got to do is provide the prize and then share it to your list on social media and email. We'll even write some of the emails for you, right? All you got to do is send it to your list and boom, you're involved. You do all the work. Like that conversation, hey, I'm going to market your business for you for free. All you have to do is provide a gift card or provide a discounted offer, whatever it is to the people that win. That's a no brainer for the business owner on the other side. But business owners are lazy. They just are. They're not thinking about, they don't have the time in a lot of cases to think about different marketing stuff. 100% 100 lazy
1: in the marketing for sure, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't mean they're not working necessarily. Although some, you can make the argument, (laughs) aren't. But the reality is like most of them, they don't know where the next customer is coming from. And so if you show up with an opportunity to get the word out for the average local business owner, that's just going to be a complete godsend to them. They're going to be super fired up about it. Oh, you're going to get all this out for me and I don't have to really do any work. It's a much easier way to get your foot in the door and start a relationship with that person than is saying, hi, I'm a new trainer. I'd love to like maybe train some of your employees. Oh, what do we think about that? It's a way easier close to do the giveaway thing. And you say, well, what do I do with those people who don't win, do what Connor said. If you're giving away six weeks for free you know, and no bait and switch bullshit. If you got four winners for a free six week or 12 week thing, those people are getting the free six weeks or 12 week thing. Use them as social proof, use them for referrals, et cetera. But everyone on the list, the other 500 people that did not win, they get a consolation offer, a week free, two weeks free, a discounted offer. It can be paid like whatever, but it's just such a good way to, again, Get a little bit of a little bit of fuel to the fire. Leverage other people's lists, right? Leverage people that already have relationships in the area to be associated with, and you'll probably get some opportunities and some clientele out of it. That's a deeply positive fucking thing. And it also, if you're new, it gives you a chance to get good. You train four people for free. I don't. I don't think I had. You know, I was basically I was feeding myself off of my day job and training people in the morning, training people at night. I don't think I had a paid athlete for the first two or three months that I was doing the athlete thing. But those kids ended up connecting me with a handful of referrals, whatever, maybe it was a couple months. One of those referrals ended up being super connected to a local basketball league. And I was talking to the mom afterwards. This is the follow-up question that I was going to dive into. And I think this is probably already an episode, so we might kill it. But dude, I I talked to that mom and she's, oh my gosh, all these girls have knee issues. So I did an ACL rehab clinic, basically. I guess it was a speaking gig. For their league, for that like middle school girls basketball league, it fucking crushed. Like that turned into, I uh, you know, I might have doubled the athlete business right then and there on that night because I again leveraged the connections that I had to get in front of more folks. It's, you know, is your giveaway going to get you 500 clients on day one? Maybe not, but does it get you the connector that you need to then? Get yourself to the critical mass where oh now i can afford to spend a little bit on paid marketing and have my consistent i can afford to get a website with you guys and start to have some things happen without me putting in time energy and talent to be able to get that next client and then guess what those people become referrals or referral sources and the sort of the cycle continues closing thoughts on this one guys i think i don't think we need to go into what was your biggest non-paid influx of clients. I think we had some really good stuff on referrals, really good stuff on getting your first set of clientele, the power of free. Be somewhere, do something, connect with people in your local community, go where the fish are. What am I missing? I think you're just starting
1: out how do you create that velvet rope exclusivity type culture, which again for us how we got started was huge on the athlete front, because then anything you do in the future just has more power for that. Like again, we invested our marketing was investing in t-shirts that kids had to earn and they got a new one every whatever it was quarter we had new ones printed with all these sayings and everything like that and they different colors and they wanted to do it but they didn't just get it they couldn't even buy them we made them earn them all and so when they earn it of course when anything's earned they have a little more value and you know nostalgia with that which also then creates a tighter bond also helps with retention but then sparks a referral stuff too. That's um, like a I'm great future episode. It is. I just told you it basically, but there's some, I guess a few more tactics on there. If someone. Oh, there's some things. In that. There's some things
0: on Cultivate that I think can be a much deeper oh, conversation. Although I do. One or two the, things.
1: One or two things, but no, also so, all good stuff.
0: somewhere on this video, we need to get the join us or watch us shirt, which when you two were in San Antonio, standing right next to each other, I think holding hands in the bathroom line, join us or watch us. Maybe, you know, different connotation. Yeah. I think. Maybe you. yeah, yeah, join us or watch us. It's like ooh, title of your sex tape. And with that, Connor, you got anything you want to close on this? Again, the topic was rookie gym owners and self-employed survival. Where would you get your first clients if you can't throw money at it? Yeah, I would go back
2: and re-listen this because there are we started out with kind of one main question and then we got talking and some of the tactics that Mark shared, like I wrote down because they were they were fired. Like, honestly, like you could just with these little tidbits that were talked about with referrals and starting out and building a business and giving people a reason to bring people in with some of the scarcity and some of the urgency. Like if you do that and you're consistent with that, that you could really build a really nice business with that. So I would do yourself a favor. If you didn't take notes and write things down that were talked about, I would go back and listen to this bad boy. Cause there's a lot of gold nuggets in this one i also back.
1: say too, I have an idea. I'm not sharing it. It's going to make me a ton of money. It's going to reduce my ad spend. It's going to strengthen some joint venture relationships. It will increase my lead flow for then a paid offer that I'm, that we're going to do. I'm doing this in September, but rather than just run an ad collect, I have a different way to hit, as they say, multiple birds with one stone from an idea. I just gathered from this episode. I'm not sure when I'm going to share it with people. But it will work. It will work. Oh,
0: that's a so, fun one. That's it. Fun teaser. Maybe a closed door conversation. Maybe not for the public, but... Oh, oh maybe just for build your gym pie or private clients. Yeah, if you like... Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, if you like some of the stuff we said today, then that's, you know, that's kindergarten compared to what I just thought of.
0: So... Guys, what I would say is go back and yes, listen to it, take notes, but do yourselves a favor and implement some of this shit. Don't just be a serial listener, a serial What's the word? You know, you're an absorber of information, but if you don't, the answer without action really means absolutely fucking nothing. So go implement some of the stuff because there's, if you took one thing from the episode and implemented it, regardless of where your business is at, your business is going to get better and it's going to get better. And you'll have money to afford to work with folks like us if you want to on a more private nature. Now, if you're not there yet and you want a full walkthrough on how we've run our kind of. I don't want to stay legendary, but pretty fucking cool viral giveaway plays in the past. Hit us up. If we don't have a link yet, hit us up in the comments and we will ship you that for, I say ship it. We'll send it to you digitally for free on the house as a gift to help you get things off the ground and run your own highly profitable viral giveaway play. That's all we have for now. We will catch you in the next episode. Love hugs. Talk soon.